Welcome to Mindfully Meg. I'm Meg. Here we'll be discussing everything and in between on the journey related to yourself. Self with a capital S. On this podcast, I share my own journey about waking up to myself. I share the experiences and tools that I've discovered along the way in hopes that it might comfort some of you and in others plant seeds of openness or awareness. On this show, I explore all different insights on consciousness, metaphysics, self-love, spirituality, energy, sex, chakras, the universe, religion, God, methods of healing, and so much more. So if you're a little curious about the mind-body-soul connection and a little curious about loving yourself too, join me today. Hello everyone. (laughs) I'm so happy that you are here with me and that we're spending this time together. Welcome back. New year, new you, right? As discussed last time in the last episode, the next level of you lives in the unknown. So will you trust? Will you surrender a little more this year? On today's episode, we're talking about a different topic, intuition. Talking about that mind-soul connection. Have you ever felt like there's just something else out there? Like talking to you? Have you ever just had this thought that just pops into your mind and you didn't know where it came from? Like the thought was not your own. I guess intuition can also be a mind and body connection. You know, others may call intuition that strong gut feeling, right? The old trust your gut saying. Like, you know, I don't know how I feel about this person or that situation, right? Don't go down that dark alley, right? You get that that feeling in your gut that's like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, right? Uh huh. Or that girl in the scary movie that's fumbling with her keys and you're like, no, 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 don't get in your car. Um, That gut feeling, right? I think that gut is actually the chakra that you're feeling there, I think it's really your solar plexus, right? I think when we think about our gut intuition, you know, it's that tightness in certain areas of your body. And I think those are actually, those areas are pretty much the same in a lot of people. And I think those are actually your chakras contracting, you know, really getting super tight instead of expanding as like a peaceful reaction and like opening up. So really think about what you're feeling in your body. Maybe some people think of intuition. I think some people actually hear intuition audibly, right? They hear a voice telling them. Others simply just have a knowing, a type of cognizance or a knowledge, like an awareness that we just have. Others describe it as like, you know, maybe this like sinking sensation in the pit of your stomach again. Maybe that keeps returning about a specific person or situations. And intuition doesn't just have to be for bad things or a warning. 
It can actually be feelings of peace about a certain person or a certain place or situation, right? Intuition can really be talking to us when we have clarity, when we have feelings of safety, this person I feel safe around or this situation, happiness, right? Where your intuition is signaling the things that are good for you as well. And a quick Google search, (laughs) any one of you can do this. Intuition is defined as a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without analytical reasoning and it's bridging the gap between the conscious and non-conscious parts of our mind and also between instinct and reasoning. I think that's a cool little insight there to think of intuition as an instinct, right? It's just this reaction. You don't know where it came from. You don't know why you had this reaction, right? Whether you go into protector mode, whether you prevented someone from, you know, jumping out in traffic, like it's just this intuition, this instinct that takes over. So I like looking at intuition like that. I'll start with some quotes from Einstein. You guys know I kind of like these quotes nowadays. He says, I believe in intuition and inspiration. At times I feel certain I am right while not knowing the reason. So Einstein says, I believe in intuition and inspiration. He also said that the only real valuable thing is intuition. And I'm saying these slow because I want these to sink in. Think about this. This is Einstein, all of the science that he's been researching and everything, all of these different values he's been like testing and what he has deducted it down to is the only real valuable thing is intuition. And I've got a third Einstein quote for you. He said, The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. So, wow, just think about that for a moment. It's a gift, a sacred gift, the intuitive mind. I mean, think about this just for a moment. Albert Einstein, whose work still lives to this day, we run our lives based on his work, is a world-renowned physicist and quantum engineer. Like, just let let that sink in. Someone who studied science so much, yet talked about intuition so much. So have we forgotten the gift? A sacred gift meaning perhaps we're all born with it. Maybe we just go about the world disassociating to it, deprogramming it, not listening to it. But if you look at children, (laughs) there's something to that childlike intuition and curiosity. And just, you know, when they're growing up and they're learning things, you know, some things we chalk up just to nature, like a natural tendency but is it really just a child's intuition that we're all actually born 
with intuition. So what is it? What is intuition? We can't physically hold it. Hold it. <laughs> like how I said that. It's not something tangible, right? Similar to energy, like in science, right? Everyone's like, oh, we're made up of all of these atoms. Like all of these imaginary things that take up our everyday conversations. It's not seen with the naked eye, right? And just the same as intuition isn't seen with the naked eye, does that make it any less real? So I have a story for you. This happened to me just a few days ago, less than a week, and it sparked me to record this very episode for you. So I had just sold my car. Yes, my car. (laughs) It's fine. I work remotely. I really don't have a need for it anymore. And so I get my nails done across the street in the shopping center from my apartment. So I'm like, no big deal. I'll walk across the street, go get my nails done on a Saturday. And the nail salon is in the same, let me say that again, shopping center as a Target and a bunch of other stores. They're all connected, right? So painting this picture for you. And there's a sidewalk in front of all of the stores that's like an L shape, just wraps around the whole building. There's this beautiful like roof for awning over it that just like covers the sidewalk is attached to the building you know uh so people can go to and from each store without getting wet when it rains right so i go out of the nail salon step onto the sidewalk and i start in one direction going back to my house and then i'm like hmm, i don't really need to go back home yet i can run another errand why don't i just i'm just not gonna go home yet So I turn directions. I change directions on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And this thought comes to my mind, not my own thought, came out of nowhere. It says, cross through the parking lot. And I'm like, my rational brain like tries to reason with this thought for like two seconds. Like, uh, do you know it's a Target parking lot on a Saturday and there's these crazy females out here trying to shop. They can't drive. It's nuts, right? Everybody's trying to find a parking spot. But okay, sure, let me just go cut right through that. So for like two seconds, I do this quick rationalizing and the thought comes again and says, cross through the parking lot. And I'm like, okay, guess that's the shortest distance between two points is diagonal straight line instead of the L uh, on the sidewalk. Let me just, I'll go that way. So as soon as I step off of the sidewalk, like one, two steps into kind of that first space. This car comes, is like screeching by, is like boom, up over the sidewalk, slams into the brick building right past me, right into the very place on the sidewalk. I would have been walking seconds earlier had I stayed in that same direction and not listened to the thought that told me to cross through the parking lot. I'm not kidding you guys. I was in shock. I kind of walked like a zombie a few more steps like, oh, and then I kind of like turned around and then everyone was like taking an assessment like, is it a terrorist attack? Like what's going on? And then I just kind of snapped out of it and like came to and then I started back towards the car out of my zombie mode and I looked at the license plate and it was handicapped. I looked up at the store it crashed into and it was like a hospital extension and then I was like oh my god this has to be an elderly person that 
meant to press the brake and actually gassed it right into the wall through the sidewalk. I go check on this person and it is an elderly lady and uh, I can't be mad at her. I can, she rolls her window down and I can see it's still in drive and I'm like, hey, are you okay? And she's like, yes, I don't know what happened. I'm like, it's totally fine. You know, the big black like sunglasses too. And I was like, I just need you to put the car in park. So let's do that first. It's still in drive, just kind of running into the wall. So let's put it in park. So she puts it in park. And then I'm like, then we we need to shut off the engine, right? Let's shut off the engine next. And so by that time, there was nice bystanders that were actual physicians that came to check on her. And I just kind of like walked away like a zombie. I was like, I don't need to be here for this police report. Like I'm out. I almost could have gotten creamed by her had I not listened and obeyed my intuition that said cross through the parking lot, right? So I just wanted to share that with you guys. If you ever get anything that comes to you like that, take a moment and listen to it. I really think it's my angels, my spirit guides, God. Somebody was talking to me and just was like, here you go. It's just like Einstein says, while not knowing the reason, they just come in your brain like a zinger, right? It's like, I also remember a different time. This is the first time I learned about the true connection to my intuition and forever changed my life. And I think this moment in my life happened so that I would never deny my intuition again. I had a boyfriend at the time and um, I don't know, we had been arguing, we hadn't seen each other for a while and I should, my intuition, my gut told me, don't get in the car with him. And I was like, what do you mean? I need to spend time with him. It's my boyfriend. I'll just take time in the car, just hang out with him because I'm sweet like that. And I couldn't shake it. This gut feeling I had was like, don't get in the car with him. And I did. I got in the car with him. I denied myself. I denied my voice, my intuition, my angels. And that night forever changed my life. And now that I look back on that, I know what that is now and I will not deny my gut. So relating it back to the previous episode about trust, I think this is what I had been doing a lot of the time was denying myself, denying my intuition, denying what I felt was right or wrong. And when you do that, you don't really have trust with yourself anymore to make the right decisions, right? And if you can't trust yourself, are you going to trust God in the universe, right? So again, I'm over that, done, moved on from that. It's more than a decade ago, but that was a very valuable lesson for me because now I've established and gained my own trust again, right? I've learned from those denials of my intuition or my gut or what have you of myself, my authentic self, and I don't deny myself anymore. I really listen to that. Now I trust myself when it comes to making decisions, you know? For anybody that may not have been able to make that connection between intuition being your voice and denying it and related to trust. I'll give you two more examples because I just really want to hit home how intuition is real. One night, I'm in this deep sleep about 2 a.m. I usually wake up around 3.30-ish. You know, sad guru says, 
you know, tilt of the earth's axis, wherever you're at. No, it's a real thing. People wake up at 3.30 all the time. So waking up at 2, a little weird for me. So I woke up, I'm in this groggy state. And I wake up because this thought comes to my brain, clear as day. It says, go lock the door. And I'm like, what in the hell does that have to do? This is not even part of my dream. And now I'm in reality and I'm exhausted. My eyes are heavy. My body's heavy. I'm tired. I don't really need to go lock the door. I live in a safe neighborhood. Like, what are you talking about? So I'm kind of still being lazy in bed and it comes again. Go lock the door. And I'm like, fine. (laughs) So I'm like, I know it's locked. This is stupid. I'm getting up in the middle of the night listening to this. I get up. I shuffle. This is how lazy I was, how tired I was. So this is why I know it wasn't my thought because my thought was like, damn, I'm tired. I flip on the light in the living room and I look down the hallway through the kitchen to see my front door. And sure enough, my door was unlocked. And so I mosey over there, I lock the door, go back to sleep. And I'm like, huh, my door really was not locked. Cool. And I'm like, thanks, guides. And I say guides, like spirit guides or angels. Thanks, angels, whatever. Thanks, God. Go back to bed. Well, it just so happened. (laughs) The next day, I find out our parking garage got robbed. And the mailroom got robbed. And if you know about the location of my apartment unit, I am right by the stairs intentionally for my dog. I just walk my dog down the stairs if the elevator's full, whatever, no big deal. Well, those stairs lead directly to the parking garage. So who knows if my intuition was warning me, my guides, my angels, go lock your door because they're about to come up these stairs. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? They probably did try to come up the stairs. You just don't know. I obeyed and I protected me, right? If anybody needs to know this, listen to your intuition. This is example number three, and I'll leave you with example number four. There is a mother's intuition as this fourth example, a parental intuition. I'm not kidding you. Like with my dad, even though we've been separated by distance, we have this some type of connection going on. We just love each other so much. I don't know, some spiritual connection where... I'll be thinking about him and he'll be thinking about me. I'm not kidding you. And he'll text me. I guarantee I'm getting a text message here and a little bit from my dad. I'm not even kidding. Really, I'm telling you about one of my friends. It was her first time being a mom. She just had twins. <laughs> How do you like that? Your first round and you got two two boys, right? And just days after the hospital, she was home. I'm not going to tell this story exactly, right? <laughs> But she knew something was off. Her intuition was like, something's wrong. And there wasn't really any physical signs. So she just thought it was weird. Already, brand new mom. Days of trying to learn routines. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the odds you get this one right? Anyway, she persisted. And she took the twins to the ER. And again, the doctors were like, "Ah, I can't really figure it out. What are you talking about? And then it happened. And one of the twins was actually in critical danger the entire time. So following her intuition actually saved her son's life. It ended up being a very traumatic experience at the hospital. And I'm so proud of her and happy that she was able to own that and obey that intuition. So if anybody needs to hear this, maybe this is why I'm doing this episode. 
in totality is just like, don't ever silence it. Don't quiet it. Embrace the gift, that sacred gift of intuition. So you may be asking now, like, okay, Meg, so what are we supposed to do with this intuition, this sacred gift? How do we think God intended us to use it? Are we just to use it to stay in connection with the mind, body, and soul? Perhaps we're meant to use it to connect with the entire network of humanity. Imagine if we were all operating with our intuition. And just like the Google definition earlier, I think this is actually, despite it being from Google, my favorite interpretation of it. it it's the way our subconscious mind connects to our conscious mind. And I do, I think I like that best because it kind of is resonating in my intuition and my center as peace. And it like kind of rings true to me. Others of us may say our intuition used a gift to help us remain connected to ourself, our higher self. That is simply the gift to stay in alignment with who we are, right? And I think that's absolutely true as well. So just staying in that alignment of your true authentic self, being able to trust yourself, obey, and listen to that. I think that's just everything. I think our intuition also, like I said before, we're supposed to use it to help us gain clarity as well in this crazy thing we call life here, right? We can get convoluted with so much, but sometimes if we're just still for a minute and we just listen to how our body's responding, is it you know, contrast contracting, right? Is it relaxed? You know, what's your gut telling you? How are you feeling? Are you feeling at peace? Does it give you clarity? Are you happy, right? Does this situation or person feel good around you? I think that's also how we're meant to use that intuition is just to help us gain clarity in our daily lives because I know we as humans, we think it's so crazy and stressful, but maybe we have the answer the whole time. So thank you for letting me share this topic with you today. If that is all this is, is just to give somebody affirmation out there, then that's perfect. That you are not crazy. Go with your gut. Follow what it tells you. Trust your intuition. It is real. And especially if it comes up again and again, it might very well save your life or the life of someone you know. Just like mine has again and again, your guides, your angels, your past loved ones, God, the universe, everyone is talking to you. And in some ways, they may be doing so through your intuition. So thank you again so much for this time and this time you spent with me today and this time you actually made for yourself by listening to this have a moment and reconnect with your intuition and regardless if you ever need to talk to someone about today's topic or anything at all just remember you can always reach me at a journey to our self because you're never alone in this journey so thanks again for listening i'm mindfully meg